Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. The Opinion Line on Quartz 96 FM. I was reading a lot of back and forth on social media, Twitter especially over the weekend, but it comes up everywhere. It's on Facebook too. There was a piece published in babycenter.co.uk. One of the things that comes without an instruction book, and it was the biggest fright of my life when my own two kids were born in the Ernville Hospital all those years ago. Uh, They came into the world within 15 or 16 minutes of each other late one night, and I was looking for the instruction book. And then I realized there isn't one. But then I also realized very quickly, as did the missus, that you are surrounded by people who think they wrote their own instruction book. And with the best will in the world, will give you every kind of instruction known to man. And tell you this is really sound advice. And follow this advice and you won't go wrong. And some of it's to do with feeding and some of it's to do with crying and picking them up and giving them a dummy and letting them sleep in your bed and letting them choose what they want to eat and feeding themselves and what they drink and how you get them to sleep and whether you should rock them. So there's no actual instruction book, but there's 101 different ones full of all sorts of information delivered to you with sort of this kind of but I call it compassion emoji, that they look at you as if to say you're the first person ever had a child in the world and you haven't a clue what you're doing. Here's the instruction book as I wrote it. Maya Dunphy chimed in on that one because part of it was about letting the child cry it out and letting the child cry themselves to sleep and recognising the difference between a distressed cry and just a cry cry. Because there is such a thing. We had it in stereo, I know, we twins... But Maya Dunphy came back out and said, no, don't, I've never let, and her baby's called Tom, I've never let Tom cry it out, and I never will, and I don't regret it, and stop that. Vanessa, how old is Oshin now? Morning. Um, good morning. He is eight months. He's just reached the eight-month mark. Can you tell from his cries whether he's distressed or just, as they say in Irish, canavshawling? Um, Yeah. I mean, there's there's two different cries. There's that little cry before the imminent cry, you know, that um, they give you the little warning cry, the, uh, yeah. and then they go into a full wail um, if their needs are not met or if you're not trying to need, meet their needs. Um, so, yeah, there is that pre- the preliminary um, little cry. And when up until now, this is not scientifically proven yet, but up until about three, four months, 
there's different little preliminary cries depending on what's wrong with the child. This is uh, the Dunstan baby language uh, theory. So Every it's, it's not proven yet, you have but to there is. Which one it is. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And there are those little uh, differences in the little whale. Yeah. And you, before they actually get to the hysterical crying. You wrote about this on Facebook. You, you enjoyed that article by Kelly. You've been surrounded with people with their own instruction. Did you, did you go looking for the instruction book the minute you came into your arms? <laughs> and then find um, there wasn't well, one. Right. So my situation is an interesting one because my little one was five weeks early. Right. Um, my heart rate plummeted down to 38. And then his heart rate plummeted. And before I passed out, they had to do a C-section. The last thing I heard is if we don't get him out soon, he's not going to make it. Which is not what any new parent wants to hear. No. So luckily... For me, I was in hospital for a week after because my heart rate never recovered. It was still down in the 40s. So I had about six days before I was plunged into that world of brilliant parents who have amnesia about what it was really like to have a newborn. Um, so I got that little chance to bond with my son before being, you know, uh, you have to let them cry it out. Uh, you're giving them a dummy. You know, you have to take that away someday. Oh, um, you're, you're bottle feeding. Because he was so early, um, I had to bottle feed because no breast milk came. Yes. Now, you know I'm very secure in myself. I can explain that. I can rationalize that. But any other mother, especially one going through postnatal depression, that's a big trigger for someone. Asking them if they're breastfeeding, asking them very personal, intimate questions about raising their, their child. That can really break a new mum. Yeah. And so when I shared the, uh, the article there on Facebook, um, it was literally because I am sick to death of hearing these things. My mum, I love her to bits. My sister, I love her to bits. But you can't spoil a child with time. You can't. That's not a thing. Giving them your time, if you've nothing else to give them, that's not going to ruin them. And that is one of the trigger words for me was you're ruining him. You're ruining your child. Mm. It's such a triggering loaded word. It's just horrible for any new So you don't believe that a child can be spoiled, do you, Vanessa? No. You can you can spoil a child. A newborn hasn't got that concept yet. They don't. They haven't got the pathways in their brain to connect A and B yet. Mm -hmm. So, like, like if you put a shock collar on a dog, they're not going to know why they're being shocked. They just know they're being shocked. The same thing if you scream at a newborn, they don't know why you're screaming. They don't know because of this behavior they're screaming at me because of this behavior, and as well. A newborn doesn't have the ability to manipulate. They don't have that concept yet. If they're crying, it's very direct. They have a reason for it. Mm -hmm. So the idea that they're going to manipulate you by crying to get your attention, you know, they don't have that concept. Yeah. yeah. I guess in younger mothers nowadays, it's a harsh reality that a lot of them anyway, will go back to work within six months. So yes. babies got to be ready for mam for mammy to leave. So stuff that might have taken until 
baby was four or five now has to be fast-tracked into six months. And maybe some of the advice yes. comes from a kind place, Vanessa. It, it all comes from a kind place. Don't get me wrong. It yeah. all comes from wanting to help. But the issue is the scientific data, if you look at the studies that have come out from America right through to Germany, um, a lot of the studies say you do not make a child feel more secure and more independent by abandoning them. And and the newborns especially have such a close bond with their primary caregiver because they rely so heavily on us. They don't have the ability to look after themselves. They don't have the pathways in the brain again to be able to process this as mommy's doing this for my own good or daddy's not picking me up because I need to learn to be independent. They just know that there's something wrong and nobody is helping. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. So it actually serves a sense of abandonment if you don't look after their needs. It's mm. not helping them. Mm. And it's not going to, if you do help them, it's not going to create, because this is the thing you're going to spoil them, it is not going to be to create behavioral issues down the road if you look after their needs. That's what you're there for. Mm. And Regardless is that, is of society, that just your it's, own a, it's a biological thing. And is that just your own instinct as a mom speaking, Vanessa? I, I know everyone puts in work and, and reads a book before before baby arrives and might read several books before baby arrives. Oh, come here. You can read, you can read all the books in the world and it's still not going to prepare you. So this is, coming, this I know, is, this is coming from within yourself, is it? No, not just myself. I'm one, I believe in science and I have looked at the data ranging back from 1986. They've been trying to uh, destroy this myth or, or, or explore this myth that um, 
you can spoil a child by picking it up, by handling it, by uh, answering its cries. They've been trying to do this since 1986, scientifically. And if you look at the scientific data, the last one, I think, uh, came out of Germany and Belgium. Uh, it was a joint study. And they looked at tens of thousands of babies. And half of the babies, they let cry it out. And half of the babies uh, were very over-attentive what you would consider over-intentive. Uh, and what they found was there was no behavioural changes from, they, they looked at the three-month mark, the six-month mark, and the 18-month 18, the 18 mark. Mm -hmm. And there was no difference in uh, independence or security from the children who were, uh, as we would say, mollycoddled. You know, there was no issue of being spoiled because of time that was given to them. And likewise, if you can't give that time, you also shouldn't be shamed because go. we live in that society, because we have to work. Probably the best bit of advice we were ever given as new parents, and okay, it's 25 years ago now, is there is no right way, there is no wrong yeah. way, there's your way and whatever works for the child. And there's always a chance to fix it. There is always time with your baby, with your child, as they grow to change the relationship or to develop the relationship. Um, when you have a newborn, a lot of parents feel that instant connection, that absolute love. Not all parents feel that they have to get to know their baby. That takes time. Um, and that's not an easy thing. My sister herself had postnatal depression uh, and I stepped in to help her with her firstborn. Uh, for about two months you know it, it's not an easy thing being a parent and there's no as you said there's no right way there is no wrong way there's no correct way yeah. and I think that's the big thing people want to say there's a correct way of doing things when it comes to a human being we are always learning we are always developing and we are always changing that's the one thing that's absolutely certain come back to that which you said well ago Vanessa where you said you, you respect science and research and we all do. Science and research will point in a particular way, won't it? Um, it will. And one thing about science is they're always trying to prove themselves wrong. So That's if they true. do get it wrong, they're the first ones to tell you, you know, That's and right. new studies are coming out all the time. Like, like you said, when I was born, I was born in 1988 and the overwhelming feeling was let them cry it out. Leave them in the crib. Uh, don't sleep um, in the same bed because of SIDS. And SIDS was a huge thing. And SIDS is a big thing that we need to look out for. Yeah. Um, but the idea of co-sleeping uh, was absolutely terrifying to my mum because she was told that if you sleep in the same bed as your child, you're going to kill it. Well, you could roll over on top of the child, we were always told. So don't do that. Yeah. 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 Which is not exactly true, giving this the scientific evidence yeah. that yes SIDS is an issue but there are things that you can do like the uh, the next to me sleepers are yeah. absolutely wonderful contraptions yeah. then, I use one then you'll get paediatricians uh, coming out against all sorts of different contraptions and giving medical reasons why, they, why they're not right or not or not safe but I guess there's, there's no right way and wrong way as you're saying here just before I let you go Vanessa I think she's a great mother says this call but I do think a baby learns how to be in charge very fast I'm not sure about this neural wiring thing at all I think that's a case of within the matter of a few months your baby knows how to get what it wants from you would you agree? 
Yeah, but it's an expectation that you you build up with the child. Uh, and as they grow, when a child reaches about 18 months, and this is what the research shows, when they reach 18 months, that's when they start piecing things together and testing the boundaries to see what they can actually do. And they're looking to you, they're asking you, what is my boundary? Um, what can I do? What can't I do at 18 months? And it's your job to so that's when you really need to put in the, the legwork of what is the boundaries. All right. Vanessa, great as always. By the way, enjoy Glasgow. I know you've moved. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm really happy. I, I'm, I'm with my partner uh, and yeah, we're, we're good. We're good. 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 Lovely place. Beautiful, beautiful city. And may you have long and happy years there. Vanessa, thank you. And our best to, to baby Oshin. Turn to the goods and bads and do's and don'ts of parenting a small baby. Uh, Chatting to Vanessa there before news about her experience with eight-month-old Oshin. How old are James and Tom now, Vic? Yeah, go on. (laughs) Tom is four and James is eight, just eight. When they were tiny. Yeah. Were you a very attentive mom, or did you ever chance leaving them cry it out? What did you think? It's really hard to leave them cry it out, but they do say that there is some advantage to to helping them learn how to self soothe, and that's kind of what it is, really. Right? Were I you surrounded it... by people giving you contradictory information? Oh yeah, yeah, always. People will give you ten different pieces of advice, and it's it's all down to personal experience, really, and whatever works for each individual, I think, you know? Yeah. No right way, no wrong way, I don't your thi- way. I no. think you just have to feel your way through it, and if something tells you to go and see to your child, go and see to your child. Yeah. And were you they know? different in the way they responded that way? They were, they're very different people, children, all the rest of it, and they were very different babies. Um, James, my eldest, was very kind of self-sufficient, very independent and didn't always need to have somebody around. Tom, my youngest fella, the complete opposite. He's a total mummy's boy. And he wants to be, even as a baby, even when he was first born, he wanted to be held. He wanted to be close to me. He didn't want to be put in a cot on the side of the bed. He didn't want any of that. He just, and even to this day, still at four years old, he just loves to feel that there's another human being somewhere near him, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. The contest between the uh-huh. two. Vic, thanks. Corks 19 19- Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.